This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Hour number three is with us. Dr. Darren Moore joining us now. Dr. Moore, welcome. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. You are a Ph.D., a father, husband, clinical professor, licensed marriage and family therapist, and you own I Am More LLC in Georgia. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Very welcome, and I'm glad glad you are joining us, by the way. So we're going to talk about, you know, student loans and the way that that weighs certain folks down. I also, you know, I think that couches into just debt in general, by the way. I, yeah, this focus is on the student loan end of thing, but I also know that debt in general can do the same thing. Am I correct? Absolutely. So when you when you talk to folks in this world where there's, you know, debt of any kind, and I know the student loan thing is what we'll focus on here in a moment, but debt in general, what, what do you find that that really does to people in their psyche? Sure. You know, I think debt can um, definitely impact a person's psyche in terms of contributing to uh, issues related to anxiety and sometimes depression uh, because we have to think about um, finances are something that is pivotal in terms of the lives of individuals, couples, and families. Everything that we do um, is centered around finances, whether it's about meeting our own basic needs or um, thinking about our, our livelihood. It all is related to um, the finances that we either have or the finances that we do not have. So when you counsel people in that world where it's debt that they may have, and, and by the way, I, I mean, let's face it, Dr. Moore, debt is, you know, unless there's a failed business or something along those lines, typically debt is incurred on your behalf. No one throws debt at you. You made a choice, even with student loans, to sign up for XYZ. You know, that, that bill's going to come due at some point in time. I mean, to me, it's, it's sort of elementary. That bill's going to come due. You know it's going to come due. When it does come due, now there's this, this whole mounting psychological, you know, thing that you're going through. But I'm, I'm, and Ken, and I'm not you. I'm not a doctor. But to me, it's like, hang on. You knew this was coming, and now it's here, and now it's weighing you down. Maybe you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Definitely, I think that that is one way to think about it and an accurate, um, an accurate depiction. But I also think that specifically when we're talking about student loan debt, there are uh, lots of young individuals. We're talking about individuals that are um, 18 years old, sometimes maybe even 17, um, starting college. And so they are making a huge and significant financial investment by taking out a student loan. 
and they may or may not have the wherewithal to make such a an important decision at that age. And so, um, yes, people do sign on the dotted line, but uh, to what extent uh, are the conversations being had about about student loan um, debt and about interest? which is a big part of the issue for a lot of individuals. It's not always just paying back the original um, principal of right. the loan, but also the, all the added components of the, um, the interest that goes along with that. So how, how uh, adequately informed are students, um, once again, sometimes 18 years old, at uh, being able to make such an informed decision? And, you know, I can't argue with you on that one. I've talked about that on my program in the past. I think we do a very, we, the system, I should say, not we, not you and I, but the the system does a very poor job of of explaining a lot of that. I also know there's been predatory lenders, which there's predatory lenders and, you know, these individuals buying cars and things along those lines. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying there, and I can't disagree with that. I don't think at times we do a very good job of really explaining that, okay, you're going to do this it's going to cost you, once you're done with this education, this much money per month. So you should be thinking about the degree that you're getting and the range of jobs that are associated with that degree. And here's the starting wages when you come out. This is what your, your financial structure will look like. And no, Dr. Moore, I can tell you right now, we don't do what I just said. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't talk about return on an investment. We don't talk about starting salaries for various uh, careers. Um, I don't think we have that conversation. I think we talk about uh, going to, to college to um, get experience. It's the thing uh, that, that I think some people do after high school. Um, we talk about careers in some aspects, but I don't think we talk about uh, it within the context of a return on investment in terms of this is the amount that you've initially invested, um, and how does that match or not match with the starting yeah. salary and the potential salary that right. one might make over the lifetime? No, and, and I'm a I'm a trade guy. I've never been to college. I've owned businesses since I was very young and just sort of learned by the school of hard knocks. And I will also say, Dr. Moore, that we as a country have done a very poor job of emphasizing the the upsides to the trades, and I'm not against college at all. There are some fee- people that are very suited for that and do very well after they get out. I will also tell you, I think there's a lot of folks that go that end up probably in the trades when it's all said and done. They probably should have just started there. They'd be years and years ahead and have way less debt if they'd have done that because in the end, that's where they end up anyways. And again, that's another thing that I don't think even in the high school realm, we do a very good job of, of sitting down with these kids and saying, hey, you know what? Not telling you what you need to go do. Because I'm not going to do that. I'm not your mom, not your dad. But I can see that you're well suited to do X, Y, Z. And you know maybe there's a different path for you rather than having 40, 50, 100K in debt when it's all said and done. In fact, there's some trades out there that will pay you to actually go learn the trade and help you along to where you come out with no debt. We don't do a very good job of explaining that. Absolutely. And I think uh, just to add on to what you just mentioned, I don't think we do, and, and we, as you, once, as you said, the system, um, I don't think we do a great job with educating young people on financial literacy in no, general. No, we do not. No, we do not. Now, again, dovetailing into what you do, because of that factor, which, again, is all walks of life, by the way. I don't think it's just folks that go to college, go to trades. I just think, in general, we don't do that very well, which you're a family you know, counselor. I mean, you talk to people in their marriage end of things on a daily basis. How much of what that 
topic, you know, what you and I are talking about with financial literacy, how much of a negative impact does that have on marriages? Sure, it can have a significant impact, especially when we think about, for example, if you have two individuals that have a significant amount of debt, mm. then that can impact what your livelihood looks like, True. your ability to, to purchase a home, for example, um, maybe even the career opportunities that you might pursue. So in terms of that, it can definitely impact uh, a couple. In addition to that, you may have people who have different ideas or beliefs or philosophies on spending True. versus saving. True. Right? So imagine having one spouse that believes in saving everything um, and another spouse that says, hey, I believe in living life, you know, yep. as it is. They're the and, spenders. And one's a sa- <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> and that can create uh, tension and conflict yep. and lead to lots of problems. Yep. And again, and I think... By the way, and again, I'm not you, I don't live in your world, but I would think that even from that guidance end of things when we're guiding, you know, guiding some of these students through that, there are actually, as you know, there are tests and things that you can do to determine is somebody a saver or a spender. And my thought process would be those that are spenders probably need a little more counseling on what they're signing on the dotted line for than those that are savers, because typically the spenders are like, oh, I'll just figure it out when I get there. Well, then they get there and then they're in your office because this debt load is so heavy, they don't know what to do. Absolutely. And I think right now, you know, we are at the center of conversations about student loan debt. Um, As you think about um, number one, of course, during the pandemic, there was a freeze or forbearance on the federal right. uh, loans. However, that's about to end, and everyone's starting to panic about, oh, wow, I'm going to have to start paying Yeah, reality setting in. Loans. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so, we, so what, when, when, when somebody, when, Dr. Moore, when somebody enters your office, and they're maybe even a married couple, and they've got you know, some debt they've incurred, and it's not just student debt. Maybe it's other things they've just made poor choices on. How do you consult with them on how to dig out of that? Sure. I think, first of all, one of the things that we do in my practice when I work with individuals, couples, and families, we focus on direct, open, honest communication, right? Okay. So if you're not honest, we can't really help to get to the, the root of the issue. So it requires that both individuals, or even if it's a family, all individuals involved, that they are honest about their financial situation and or honest about any other problems that they may have, right? So once we have a full perspective on what's happening, then we can talk about, let's, let's talk about the solutions. What are the preferred solutions here? Um, how can we all work together collaboratively to address some of these issues? So if it's a debt issue, how do we attack the debt, right? If it's an issue around savings, how do we come up with strategies that might be helpful, um, for example, that allows balance? And I think that's the key to a lot of things within relationships, balance. It's not maybe only just saving yep. or only yep. just spending, Good point. but having a balance that works for everyone. No, that, that, no you know, great point. And, and I cannot disagree with anything you're saying, I mean, I think you kind of know where I come in on this. It's like, okay, you got yourself into this mess. Yes, Dr. Moore is there to help you get out of this mess. But at the end of the day, nobody can, you know, nobody's going to make that payment for you. You've got to figure out how to buck up and make this happen for yourself, or you're going to be living this way the rest of your life. Very true. It just becomes more complicated when you have a couple or a family. Yeah. You have children. Yeah. And so now you're trying to navigate right. paying back loans and trying to take care of your family. You have summer vacation or not. Other things that you're trying to, to, to plan for. Yep. So it can become very complex. Yep. I no, can't disagree. Dr. Moore, it's been a joy having you, by the way. I appreciate it very much and uh, giving out sound advice to these individuals, and I appreciate that, sir.
Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Appreciate it very much. I'm going to recap a couple of things there as soon as we come back. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is is next. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System, which, by the way, we'll like talking finances with Dr. Moore, will save you money in the end as well. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Find them at klzradio.com. This summer, your attic can get as hot as 150 degrees during the day, making your air conditioner work overtime to compensate. A quiet, cool attic fan from Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air keeps your home consistently cool so you don't need to run your air conditioner all day long. In Colorado's arid climate, the temp is low at night and in the morning, and that's when your quiet, cool attic fan goes to work. It pushes the hot air out through vents in your attic and gives you a lower baseline temp to work with during sweltering summer days. This is called thermal mass cooling. When you cool the hottest parts of your home, it takes less energy from your air conditioner to cool the rest of the home consistently. Get a quiet, cool attic fan from Absolute and enjoy the best the Colorado summers have to offer and save on energy bills. Mention this ad and you'll save $300 just for being a KLZ listener. Call Absolute at 720-526-0231 or go to klzradio.com slash absolute to schedule your installation. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, somebody actually emailed me today and wanted to know if somebody could, uh, if, if I had any legal advice when it came to things involving even real estate, things along those lines. Yes, Kevin can help you with all of that. The only thing Kevin really doesn't do is family law. So other than that, if you've got a question legally speaking, give Kevin a call, 303-806-8886. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now. 303-806-8886. Okay, in our home transitions, I talk about the re-up program a lot, but it's a great program, especially for those of you that need some work on your home but haven't done it yet, but you can still maximize that by having it done and getting that sale price higher at the end of the day. They can explain how all of that works. Catherine and Robin can, I should say. Just go to them. Find them at klzradio.com. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. 
You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and RIA. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. He will come to you. What I'll tell you about Michael right now is he is booked up solid. So if you need something from Michael, get that plan, get it done, and get it handled now. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. His number, 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey would never write a will for a compromised person because he has an obligation to protect his clients. Depending on the emergency, Michael's ethical responsibility as a counselor at law may prevent him from creating a last-minute estate plan because you can't always make rational decisions under pressure or even have the ability to make decisions at the end. Plan ahead. Give yourself the time to clearly and calmly establish your final wishes. Call KLZ's mobile estate planner now before the situation becomes problematic. 720-730-7274 Seven two zero seven three zero seven two seven four. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ five sixty. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's afternoon rush. KLZ five sixty. And by the way, that was a good conversation with Doctor Moore. I didn't know quite where that would go because the press release I got for him really was more focused on the whole student debt thing, and I really thought he was going to come out and just say just forgive it all and take this load off of these individuals and off we go. That's not what he was saying. And by the way, I'm thankful for that. He, I think, agrees with me that the whole process and how we go about that is not done copacetically the way that it should. We are, I think, in a lot of cases, and I will agree with this, leading people down a path that they shouldn't go down in the first place. And yes, there were and are a lot of what I consider to be predatory lenders in the student loan end of things. Now, that's different now because the government is underwriting all of those. But even still, I don't think that all of that is done correctly on the front side. And a lot of these folks are signing up for things that they just think at some point in time will just automatically sort of go away and disappear. Sort of like buying a car that you don't have to pay for for five years. Well, eventually, you got to pay for the car. Eventually, you got to pay for the student loan. Now, I did agree with him on just debt in general and what it does to a person, their psyche, uh, it's limitations on what you're able to do uh, outside of, of that debt and so on. And, yeah, I, I get that full well. I've got folks that I, you have coached and counseled and so on to where we get ourselves out of that position. Because, yes, it's very gripping is probably the best way for me to say that. When debt is so heavy that it literally grips you, uh, it, it is a, it's a controlling force that really – uh, controls your mind, it controls your psyche, it really does It does make life absolutely miserable. In fact, I believe that's why Scripture says, you know, no, oh man, anything. Now, I'm not Dave Ramsey either. I, I believe that debt, if used correctly, can actually help get certain things done, but you have to be very disciplined with it, not let it get out of control, and, you know, Dave's kind of one of those guys where I'm not sure he'd buy a house without, a, you know, you know, I don't think he'd buy a house with a mortgage. I'm not that. I'm not even Dave when it comes to certain purchases like cars. If you need a reliable car on a daily basis to go to and from work and you need that car to make that happen, to make the kind of money you need to make everything else happen, you know, Dave would say, well, just save up enough money and go buy cash for a car. Well, you know, Dave's not a car guy. He's Dave Ramsey. 
What Dave doesn't understand is sometimes that old used car you just spent X amount of money on is going to cost you more money at the end of at the end of a time period. The total cost of ownership is higher than buying something newer, even having payments on it. Each one of these situations is unique in and of themselves. And I'm not Dave Ramsey making blanket statements. Now, I like Dave. I think Dave gives a lot of great advice out at times. I think there's other times where it's like, no, Dave, I don't agree with that. And I'd be the first one to say so. I'm not a Dave Ramsey cult follower. Now, I owe Dave a lot. Because Dave was on KLZ for a long time. And when Dave left, the afternoons opened. And that's when our station manager here called and said, hey, John, would you like to do some things in the afternoon? We've had a change in our scheduling, and Dave Ramsey's no longer going to be on, and blah, 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 blah. And that's why I'm here now. So I wouldn't be here, frankly, if Dave Ramsey had stayed around the network he had back in that day. Right, Charlie? I mean, that opened up some things that changed some things here at the station that made it possible for me to be here. So for that part, I like Dave because I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing with out that happening so thank you dave but again i'm not dave ramsey and i don't agree with every single thing dave does now i will say this there are people in certain situations that go to dave that his advice to them is 100 percent spot on and i wouldn't change a single single thing dave does people that are heavy in debt that he gets into the cash envelope system and he gets them paying things in that way out of each envelope so they know exactly where things are going and so on. Yes, in those certain circumstances, the Dave Ramsey method is probably the only way those people are going to get out of debt and move on and have a free life. And he talks about the very same things I just talked about a moment ago and how freeing it is to live that life. And that part, he is correct. But again, I'm just not a Dave Ramsey cult follower by any means, and not everything he says do I agree with. You know, Dave's method of growing a business and mine are two different things. Dave was able to grow his business without debt because of what he does on air and the amount of income he has coming in and the ability to grow that in that way without ever investing any of his own money to do so. That's a unique opportunity that Dave had that not every business has. Most businesses need capital to grow, and that capital has to come someplace. And if you're waiting for the capital to come out of your hard work and what you're making in profits every month, and if you're a business that you know is still making money, but you could grow a lot farther by having some capital injection, by borrowing money to have that capital, and if you've got a proven plan and it will work, I'm all for borrowing that money and growing the business, using other people's money to do it. Dave would say I'm wrong. He would only want you to grow the business based upon your own profits and what you can reinvest back into the business. The problem is, in certain industries, if you're doing that, you may get left behind in the dust by your competition while they're all growing, and you're not. So again, I'm not Dave. I don't agree with everything Dave says. I have a different philosophy on how to grow things than he has, especially on the business side. But yes, there is a time and a place for Dave in people's lives, especially those that are really deep in debt. And Dave, like me, would say that you, know, you, you borrowed the money for student loan, pay it back. We as taxpayers should not be on the hook for your student debt. I didn't sign on the dotted line you did. No different than if a 17-year-old, 18-year-old, I should say you can't sign on the dotted line if you're 17. But if you're 18 and you sign on the dotted line to buy a new car and you can't make the payments, then they can repo it for all I care. I should not have to pay that car loan. You are on the hook for that, not me. All right, we come back. I'm going to talk about some new Colorado laws. I talked about the one earlier on the uh, uh, natural you know, remedy end of things. 
There's an 11 new Colorado laws that go into effect July 1st. So here in about a week plus, a little over a week, week and two days, right, Charlie? Is a week and two days, basically? We'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Again, anything you need when it comes to plumbing, including some outdoor projects you may have, give Hi-Fi a call. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Hi-Fi Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. Hi-Fi can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. I clogged my toilet Dream Auto Repair. Shama's on with us at three o'clock, by the way, and they're ready to get you for the, or get, they're ready to get you ready, your car ready for the Independence Day week, the Fourth of July week that's coming up here in a couple of weeks. So whatever you need, Extreme Auto Repair is there to take care of you. Find them at klzradio.com. Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE certified master mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com slash extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today. Botanicalrush.com. Get your 25% discount by entering John25. And if you've got any questions, Myra is always there to answer them. You may have lots of questions on even what product to use. She will help you tailor that to you and your skin. Botanicalrush.com. We know you are tired of spending hundreds of dollars on skincare products with empty promises. Myra Mesco is the founder of Botanical Rush, a Colorado skincare company committed to providing clean, powerful, bioactive ingredients to restore and rejuvenate your skin to a radiant, healthy glow again. Guaranteed. Myra has 20-plus years' experience as a consumer advocate, and her products offer powerful formulas infused with clinically established ingredients that will produce results for you, just as they have for thousands of her customers. Botanical Rush formulas are pure, potent, and affordable. With regular use, these natural and chemical-free botanical formulas support collagen production, protect the skin's precious moisture barrier 
and they will transform your skin from dull and lifeless to radiant and healthy. Call today and save 25% with the John Rush discount code John25 at checkout on first-time orders. That's BotanicalRush.com, code John25. This is Rush to Reason, powered by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, new laws starting. The music kind of goes with this, July 1st. Number one. You guys are going to love this one. Change to motor vehicle theft laws. Previously, the severity of the crime was determined mainly by how much the car was worth. That meant that someone stealing a car worth more than $100,000 would be punished more harshly than someone stealing a car worth $2,000. With the new law, the severity of the crime depends on a few factors. For example... For someone to be charged with the highest crime, motor vehicle theft in the first degree, they need to have two prior convictions for motor vehicle theft or unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. So in other words, it's no longer going to matter how much the car costs. It's, have I stolen one or two or three or four and been caught? What a bunch of garbage, by the way. So in other words, the first one's probably just a slap on the hands. Go out and steal a $100,000 Bentley. Who cares? Number two, yeah, do it again. Yeah, it's another slap on the hands. No big deal. Number three, yeah, you might have some issues. So basically, we're telling people, yeah, you can steal three cars. You know, it's kind of that three strikes and you're out sort of a thing. But just don't get caught and you're good. We'll let you steal as many cars as you want. It's no longer if you do the crime, you have to do the time. It's how many times did you do the crime before you have to do the time? <laughs> it's just, I'm laughing at myself because this is a new law going in July 1st. And keep in mind, in Colorado, in the Denver metro area, we lose 100 cars a day. Highest state in the union for car theft. And we just made it worse. Unbelievable. Number two. Law codifying. Is it codifying or codifying, Charlie? Codifying? Am I saying that right? Codifying Miranda rights. So this new law essentially makes the 1966 Supreme Court decision of Miranda versus Arizona state law. Miranda versus Arizona declared people have what is colloquially, sure I'm, I'm sure I'm screwing that one up, called Miranda rights under the U.S. Constitution. So it's July 1st. It will be Colorado law that people get the warning that they have the right to remain silent. Anything they say can be used against them in court, and they have the right to an attorney regardless of their ability to pay one. People can also end an interrogation at any time before or during and ask for an attorney. Without these warnings, any statement made during an interrogation can't be used in court. You know what? That one I'm fine with. I'm not sure what's been in Colorado prior. I'm not an attorney, but my feeling is you should be able to have that right at any given time, and I guess what we're doing is codifying that in Colorado. I didn't know we hadn't. So that one, I'm okay with. Number three, criminalizing pointing lasers at aircraft. It's already a federal crime to point a laser at an aircraft, but this new law also makes it a state crime in Colorado. So starting July 1st, if someone points a laser at a plane or other aircraft, they face up to five years in federal prison. 
as well as between one year and 18 months in state prison. There are exceptions, such as when someone is authorized to do so, trying to send an emergency distress signal. There were nearly 9,500 laser incidents reported to the FAA in 2022, with just over 300 of those being in Colorado. So what I'm, what I'm learning here is steal a car, don't, don't point a laser at a plane, and you'll be fine. Steal a car, don't point a laser. Now, not that I'm for pointing a laser at aircraft because that could be very dangerous and people can be injured and planes could crash and so on. I don't know if that's ever happened yet, but we don't want that happening. So, you know, I'm okay with that, but we're going to let people steal cars. But you can end up in prison for five years if you point a laser at an airplane. Um, I, I'm sorry, folks. Those were the top three. There's 11 new laws. I I'll, can I'll mention a few of these other ones. But so far, these three, one of them, and I'm not saying the last one is a bad law, but if it's already a federal law, why do we need it to be a state law? If you can already be in trouble for doing it and the FAA could come down on you, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Um, there's several others. We talked about the natural medicine regulation legalization. There's a uniform community property disposition at death act. I, that's probably a Michael Bailey question. Remedies at law for violating Colorado youth act, Colorado department of public health and environment, dairy plant fees. That one I would need to read about. Sounds like another fee we're tacking on to dairy farmers. Enhanced Sentencing Colorado Commission on Criminal and Juvenile Justice Recommendations. The next one, Procedures Related to Adult Competency. Energy and Carbon Management Regulation for Colorado. That one I can tell you right now we did not need. The last one, number 11, Definition of Serious Bodily Injury. I didn't know you needed to define something being serious or not. To me, if you're seriously injured, you're seriously injured. What, why do we need a definition of that? Now, I didn't read the law to see what it says. The Energy and Carbon Management Regulation in Colorado, I'll open up that one. Concerning Energy and Carbon Management Regulation in Colorado and in connection therein, changing the name of the Oil and Gas Contra- Conservation Commission to the Energy and Carbon Management Commission, broadening the commission's regulatory authority to include the regulation of certain geothermal resource operations and intrastate underground natural gas storage facilities and making a appropriation. So in other words, more regulation on oil and gas, and now we're going to throw in geothermal as well. Why do we need to do this? I don't know. I'm not in charge. You guys all know me. If I was in charge, we wouldn't have these. We'd have less regulation, not more. I got a invitation today to interview, and I think Kim Munson already did, the, the uh, no, no, uh, I can't think of the name now, Charlie. I just, it just slipped my mind. Basically, no party affiliation person that's kind of in charge of, I can't, they, they, there's a name for her. I can't think of it right now. I'll think of it in a second. 
No labels. Thank you. I just remembered. The no label person. Kim interviewed her. I had an opportunity to do so. I deleted it. Her whole shtick is, we need bipartisanship. We need to reach across the aisle. We need to get things done. And my position is, no, we don't. I've learned through the years, every time I hear somebody say, reach across the aisle, I want to smack them. No, we don't. The best thing that ever happens in any government is when nothing happens. Zilch. Zero. Nada. I don't want you reaching across the aisle. I want you at a stalemate forever. We need less laws, not more. Anytime you reach across the aisle and they agree on something, typically that means we as citizens are getting screwed. Sorry. I have no other way to say it. We don't need that. So the no labels person, I mean, maybe I should interview and have a nice little argument because that one I would be arguing with. I just don't know if I can stomach that for even 13 minutes, which is our average length of an interview here. I, I just, I don't know if I could do it, folks. I really, I mean that sincerely. I, I'm pretty nice. I can get along with most people, but that's one area where it's like, you are an absolute looney tune if you think that's something that's going to happen. I heard her with Kim say, we need like, you know, we, we need a ticket where there's like a Republican VP nominee and a Democrat president nominee. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I listened to that and I thought, you're a crazy lady. Literally, you're crazy. And yet I got a, you know, I got a, an ask to come on air and talk about no labels. Which to me is just like saying... Who are we? We're the no-label party. The no-label party? What do you stand for? Nothing, I guess. Bipartisanship. We stand for bipartisanship. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That means you don't stand for anything. Like the old country song. If you don't stand for something, you don't stand for anything. Well, I, I, I'll stand my ground, and I don't want to reach across the aisle. I don't... Oh, you fall for anything. Thank you, Charlie. That's the right words. Thank you. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And by the way, I think that's true in politics, in the no-label party as well. So, no, I am not going to interview her. And, you know, I, again, I'm one of those where I, I don't like the other side. I don't like what they stand for. I don't like what they do. Everything they do, you know, Andy and I talked about it yesterday, involves control, control of me, control of you, control of everyone. They're not happy until they're in total control of everything. How do you reach across the aisle with somebody who wants to control you? That's, that's like being married to a narcissist. How do you do that? It's not fun, and I don't want to be in that relationship. I don't want to be talking to somebody that's constantly wanting to control me, and I know that if I make the wrong move, at the end of the day, I'm still getting screwed. And he just said they're leftists. Yeah, yeah the no-labels the no people are leftists, totally. They're just labeling themselves as not, hoping that they can be disguised as being one. So, yeah, you're correct, Andy. So I, I probably won't do that interview just because I don't think I could stomach it for 13 minutes. I don't think you all could either. So I'll, 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 bear, I'll, uh, I'll spare all of you that, that agony of doing that interview and probably won't do it. So Affordable Budget Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, who, as I said earlier, the all-in-one loan. If you're self-employed and you don't know what that is, you need to know what it is. Call Kurt and find out. 720-895-0500. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? 
Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3 2 one buy-down or refinance and pay less interest on your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And the MLS, 298-191, regulated by DORA. All right, Golden Eagle Financial is up next. And again, uh, Al Smith, he's here on Wednesdays from 2 to 2.30, and he really wants to help you become financially secure. Find Al today at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care, sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Ridgeline Auto Brokers is next. I say it all the time. If you're looking to trade up or down with a vehicle, they can help you on either end of the spectrum. RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Find them up in Boulder. And the phone number, real quick, I'll get that to you, is 303-442-4141. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. 
This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Marianne with Brightview Landscaping Services said, I would just like to say that we really enjoy working with BES. If I need a toner, I just make a call and they send it out right away. If we have any issues with our equipment, which we rarely do, they come out right away and our copier that we lease works very well. I would highly recommend this company to any business that's interested in having great customer service and equipment that works great. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. John and Cheyenne, what's up, sir? Hey, you know that stuff that those geniuses were talking about from the No Rules Party or whatever they call it? No labels, no labels. Oh, no labels. We tried that, and they fixed it in the 12th Amendment because the original Constitution, the loser of the presidential election served at the vice president. That's true. Good point, John. And so we already tried that. It didn't <laughs> Good point. <work>. Good point. <laughs> so I believe it was, if I'm remembering right, it's the 12th Amendment. I might be off by one. But, I mean. No, you're right. These people, um, you know, at what point are people going to realize that you have to make a stand? You have to say, these are my principles. This is what I believe, and this is the way I'm going to vote. And, I mean, you, we were talking about it with Andy the other day. I mean, you said the people in Denver have firmly believed that a liberal Democrat government bordering on communism is what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Good so point. So you, you're not going to change their mind. Nope, you can you're try not. try to get it. But what's going to happen is Denver's going to become Detroit. And then maybe somebody will realize. Hopefully it won't get that bad, but it could. Mm, you're right. No, I, I had somebody so, text in as well, John, and said, no labels means no principles, and I think that's a very big, good statement, by the way. That is. That is a great statement. But you know what the biggest issue we have is, and this is from the federal government down to the county commissioners, we let them meet too often. And the more they get together, that's they right. think they have to do something that's to right. earn their keep. Well, and we've got we've got a situation for all of you listening in Colorado. You're not not for you guys in yeah. Wyoming, John, but here in Colorado, there are some conversations going around about should we be meeting as legislatures, you know, should our legislatures be meeting all year round double their salary and that's being talked about right now. And my my answer is absolutely positively not. They meet too much as it is to your point. Nice. Yeah, you got to cut it back. Like Texas, I know that has a limited number of days. Wyoming, it's uh, 40 days every two years, and on the off year, they get to meet for 20 days in a budget session, and they can only do budget stuff. So, and it keeps them out of trouble. Yeah, yeah to my point earlier, John, we already have yeah. enough laws. We don't need any more. This whole nonsense of, oh, we got to reach across the line if we want to get anything done. What needs done? Mm- Stop trying to do everything and let people do their own thing. Right. 
I mean, that, that's my whole point is, you know, I always ask that question. What do you think needs done? We, we, we already have enough nonsense on the books. In fact, eliminate half of what's there. We'd all be better off. Oh, 100% agreed. I mean, it's, it's like the ridiculousness of somebody wants to put a 10 by 10 shed up on their property and they got to go pull a permit. Right. Well, and they're going to do it themselves. My my biggest thing, I mean, I talk about the regulations we already have that are out there. I mean, for somebody to cut your, well, I don't know about Wyoming, but here in Colorado, for somebody to cut my hair and be a barber, they have to have a license. Oh, yeah. They have to be a licensed barber. Yet, you know, like you said, they don't have to have a license or any kind of state regulation to run an auto repair shop. Or or many other things, by the way, that go along with that. It's just, it's absolutely mind-boggling, John, the things that we try to control, that government tries to control, that at the end of the day, if they just let the free market well, do it, it would be a, it would do a better job. The biggest thing goes back to the gay marriage thing. Why does the government have to issue a marriage license? Why are they in the... Well, the only, they're in the marriage business because of taxes. And fees. That's right. They get that fee and the taxes. Prior to marriage licenses, you went to the preacher and you got married. That's right. That was the end of it. I think, yeah, it, and I'm one that says it goes back. You should go back to that, John. I, I, I that's yep. that's my theory. And there was people back when they were having that big debate saying it's a civil contract. If you want to enter into a civil contract, be my guest. Yeah. If you want to get married, go see a preacher. That was the difference. Yep. So, and when we started hey, John, giving tax deductions debate. for being married, we had to issue licenses, John. Exactly. That's the issue. <laughs> But, you know, and that's where I go back and I texted you to this yesterday, why we need to have go to the flat tax or the fair tax yep. or the Agreed. consumption tax. Agree. But only with a constitutional amendment. I agree. I am with you, John. Right, talk to you later, John. All right. Appreciate you, man, very much. Have a great evening. Up next, veteran windows indoors. And I know I sound like a broken record, but Dave is a type where he just wants to make sure that you're happy at the end of the day. You could replace all windows, one window, some windows, one door, all doors, some doors, some screen doors, whatever you need. Dave will help you right now. 40% off the whole process of doing that labor, the material, the windows themselves, and it's Provia, one of the best names in the industry. Find him at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors is driven to serve you better than any other window company ensuring they do what's right for your home and your budget. Owner Dave Bancroft will meet with you to review your window and door ideas while working within your budget. Veteran Windows and Doors wants you to be in the driver's seat from the first meeting to the installation. Veteran's website portal is designed for the customer with 24-7 support and scheduling. Their customers tell them how refreshing it is to get responses from Dave, not a service center. Dave creates a detailed job report before his team steps into your home. He plans by taking precise measurements and remains in contact with you throughout the project. He takes before and after pictures to ensure your satisfaction, and these are available to you in the website portal. For unmatched customer service you can afford, go to klzradio.com window and schedule your new windows and doors. klzradio.com window. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. A couple of topics I didn't get to today that I will do my best to get to tomorrow. And one of those happened to be, I can mention this one really quick, and that would be the Texas Rangers. We, I wonder, is there any hope when it comes to professional you know, baseball, football, and so on, when it comes to standing ground on certain things? 
the Texas Rangers remain the only MLB team without a pride night. They say our commitment is to make everyone feel welcome. And so instead of singling out a particular fan base, the Texas Rangers just want everyone to feel welcome. So my question is, why can't the rest of the league, leagues, do the exact same thing? Why does one particular group of individuals need to be highlighted? And by the way, that, that's my whole issue with the whole gay agenda in the first place. I don't have any problem with somebody being gay. You want to be gay, be gay. No offense if somebody wants to you know, be an alcoholic, be an alcoholic. If somebody wants to go to a strip club, go to a strip club. I mean, that's your choice. That's your call. Are those things I would do? No. But is it something you want to do? You know what? More power to you. If you want to be gay, be gay. But don't force it on me. And just because you are doesn't mean I need to celebrate the fact you are. No more than I need to celebrate the fact that I'm a white straight dude. Get where I'm saying there? I mean, if you want to be that, be that. But I don't need to celebrate it with you. And I definitely don't need a sports team to celebrate that with you and make me celebrate it with you, by the way. Just leave me alone. I'll do my thing. You do your thing. And great, we'll get along. I'm not going to criticize you. Don't criticize me. And I think, by the way, that there are a lot of people in the gay community that would, and I know some of them, so they would agree exactly with what I just said. You know what? Just let us live our lives. You can live your life. and We'll be fine at the end of the day. I don't know why we can't do that. Instead, we have to highlight every group, every special interest that's out there because that goes back to what Andy and I said yesterday. It's all about control. Who can they control? What can they control? And how do they control? That's what this all boils down to. So, guys, have a great night. If you missed any of today's program, remember, you go to the website, RushToReason.com. Find the hour there. You can listen that way. You can send it on to somebody else as well. The National Crawford Roundtable is next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.